0: by ghosts, goblins, skeletons, too Moaning and groaning, waiting for you Black cats prowl the graveyard plots Witches cook in cauldron pots Cemetery ghouls roam the ground Not one unopened grave is found Tombstones are an eerie sight Shadows dance in full moonlight The haunted house on the hill Walk in there, you get a chill Jack O' Lantern's eyes so bright Trick-or-treaters scream in fright. It's a time like you've never seen. Tonight's the night of Halloween. yeah Welcome, buds, yeah, buds, friends, and frenemies to the Joe Blow Horror Show, where we review, rate, discuss, and break down horror movies, not horror films, except there are circumstances where we do break down horror films. Is this one of them? I guess you'll just have to wait and find out there, yeah, buds. We are doing our annual, this is our third annual Fireside Chat. And it's thirty-seven degrees outside right now. It might even be colder. That I checked it like an hour ago and it was thirty-seven. You guys can probably hear the fire cracking right now. We had the coyotes were going ballistic earlier. I hope I hope they get cranking again so you guys can hear that. We had a couple extra Yabuds yeah tonight, and some of our more astute listeners may recognize one of them, but I know for a fact they won't recognize the other one. So, getting past the introductions here, uh, let's just, who who's joining us tonight? Obviously, we have the Raging Cajun himself, Mr. T-Bizzle, the herbal enchanter. T-Boo,
1: what's up, buddy? Yeah, man. I'm over here in San Antonio tonight on Halloween night. That's right. It's Halloween night, everybody. We got together to do something really fucking special. And yeah, we'll decide whether or not tonight's a film or a movie, but uh, I, I'm joining you in the cold. It's it's 57 degrees down south, so a little a little bit colder than normal for sure. And I'm enjoying this crisp fall weather. And I'm going to be enjoying something else pretty crisp soon uh, here in a minute. But yeah, who who who's who's with us? Who's around the fire? What's going on? Sitting around
0: the fire, sitting across from me actually is a familiar voice. We have Drunk Darius making his return once again. I don't even know if we call him a special guest or just kind of a, a host that joins us every once in a while, but Double D is here. Uh, he'd never miss a special occasion for us, especially one of our fireside chats on Halloween. And yes, it actually is Halloween. If I get my shit together, you guys will hopefully be listening to this episode Monday morning. Yes. I have half a day off. Uh, we've been gassing beer, so it just kind of depends how how the morning goes, but... we but, got. Um,
2: Are we going? We got Double
0: D, the OG. (laughs) We got the OG. What's up, Double D?
2: Uh, I'm Darius. I'm drunk. Legalize it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And we have someone special joining us. This is someone that has been. There's a backstory with this. Even Tebow doesn't know. Pre-show, we were chatting. He knows. He was in
2: Transformers, I think, right? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) No, he he really was. was. Had two. Ted 2. Yeah,
0: Ted 2. Yep. (laughs) Two seconds and he gets that check every time it's on TV, ladies and gentlemen. But Tibu knows who he is. Uh, We have Ghoulie in the house with us. And you might be wondering, who's Ghoulie? Well, he's not necessarily... Are you a horror fan, would you say?
2: I
3: enjoy it. I wouldn't say that I'm a fanatic like you guys, but I enjoy the classics like Freddy Krueger and you know with michael myers and those guys
0: so he's not necessarily a horror fan so you might be well why the hell is he joining us for a halloween episode he's well, not a
2: racist either
1: <laughs>
0: he's a lot of things
2: <laughs> he's not those let's not get ahead of ourselves <laughs> <laughs> so there's not like races
1: he refuses
0: to run marathons all right tibu do you know the story of the Yabud? Yeah, have i ever told
1: you that you you have but i won't spoil it for the show <laughs>
0: okay so some of our listeners we might've talked about this on the show years and years ago, when Double D and I started this podcast, I joke around that it was an excuse for us to get out, nerd out on horror movies, get away from the wife and kids, crush some beers that has not changed. The yeah, bud nope. was something unique that I wanted to throw in. So I have with me, I would say the third part of the OG, it would be Ghoulie, myself, Andy, and then the legit. OG. Uh oh Mitch. Mitch Mitch Lilly. He's he's in there too.
3: Technically, yes, but if the order, it would be my uncle, Yabud. Yeah yep. And Dusty was the one that noticed him always saying that and made it a joke. <laughs> and then I just <laughs> ran with it.
0: Yep. Yep. So we we started the hashtag Yabud yeah Craze. Uh obviously that's gonna be more on the shoulders of Ghoulie here, but give the story of the Yabud. Yeah uh, and then I'll say how we brought that into the show. so give give them the story. You kind of gave us a quick little version there, but
3: yeah, so just a little expanded version, but make it quick. My uncle has a very deep voice and he's kind of a character. And my buddy Dustin, who lives here in Madrid, Dusty Dalton, noticed that he just doesn't answer the phone. Hi, He answers the phone like, "Yeah, bud." <laughs> You know, so he would, he thought that was just ridiculous. So he would go, Hey, call your uncle. I bet when he answers the phone, like this is what he'll say. And I'm like, okay. And so he calls him, (laughs) says it. And then it was just a running joke to always talk like him because he has like a super deep voice. And Jared Simmons used to work in Dusty's shop doing car repairs. And he would even go and say, Hey, Jared, give me some bass and then he'd go yeah bud. (laughs) So it was always a play on his voice and he's a character so then it became a running joke and everyone we'd meet would just say yeah bud and then you'd call everybody and say yeah bud and then everybody like Mitch Lenthal, Andy, and then you guys, are just down the line. Yeah,
0: yeah. I, I, I've got people at work saying it, so that's. I might have said the story a little bit on the show before, but you're hearing it from the horse's mouth, or, or one of the OGs. So
2: once again, he's not racist, but he hates. I racing. never knew that. <laughs> yeah. That's where you have bad things. Yeah, man, thing yeah, that.
1: yeah.
3: Yeah, man. Just a hold normal, on, hold on.
2: Five-year-old can,
1: can, can, can we uh, over? I do another show, um, Ghoulie called the nightclub and we have adopted the yeah bud and we even have our own version uh cuh. we like like instead of cuz it's like hey cuz but so I, I just gotta can you say your uncle's at least first name so it can live in immortality
3: digitally forever jerry nelson from woodward iowa jerry
1: nelson from woodward woodward iowa yeah bud yeah bud
3: dude he'd love that yeah bud
1: yeah, bud. Yeah, man. Shout out Here's, to Jerry, man. That's shout awesome. out to Jerry.
0: So that's a little little history lesson for you for you kids. Uh on the Yeah bud. So it's Halloween. We, well,
1: we've been talking all this history.
0: Double D, what's been going on with you, man? I'm sorry to interrupt T Boo, but uh, it's been a minute since we chatted with uh with Double D. What's new with you? You seeing any good movies this year? I mean, do you See have a any- lot of
2: girls? Uh, movies. Yeah, yeah. I've seen <laughs> No, I, seen any no? I
0: mean, do you have anything that you should, you'd you rec- uh, recommend
2: for our listeners oh, for I 2021 have you seen releases? Midnight Mass? No, I have not seen Midnight Mass. It's good. Okay. It's not great. It's not awesome, but it's good. Yeah. Watch it. It's a little burn at the start. Yeah. Anything else? Anything
0: else you'd recommend to the listeners? Uh, they, they've been drugs, yearning.
2: Probably. Yeah.
0: It makes the show go by a lot quicker and easier. <laughs> so.
1: Hmm.
0: <laughs> Legally, of course, yeah. right? Legally. Yeah.
1: Well, that's what I wanted to ask. What everyone's Halloween shenanigans were? Uh, Double D, Ghoulie. What, what What have you guys done for Halloween this year?
2: So we went to the haunted house last weekend, and Tuna was a scared little bitch, but his son <laughs> domed a couple zombies with the paintball gun. <laughs> he so did get
0: one right between the
2: eyes. That made me pretty proud. Last yeah. night I went on a party bus and I was a bowling pin and my friend was a bowling ball.
0: And Buckety. who was who was the fingers? Then he had a couple of bill dress up his fingers. Yeah, for the that ball. was the
2: joke. Yeah, we can't make it that joke. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, hey, I'm Darius, not gay. Quote.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Guli, did you do anything for uh, the Halloween weekend?
3: Not this weekend. It was more last weekend. A friend invited me over to her Halloween party, and let's just say I shouldn't pour my own drinks because. Mm i got so blackout drunk that i didn't i set enough sleeping in my car didn't remember the snapchats that i made and then i woke <laughs> up with red, fake blood all over my white sweatshirt and i'm like where did this white blood come from i asked my friend that was her younger kids were downstairs like teenagers mm-hmm. supposedly they came out and i saw my snapchats were all by the fire didn't see anything crazy she goes they were throwing the jello shots at you. It's jello shots all <laughs> over.
0: You're like, mmm, tastes delicious.
3: I had, I had no clue <laughs> what was on me, where I was, when I left, all because of Bacardi.
0: Oh, Bacardi makes you party. Yeah. party Hashtag team. blame Bacardi.
3: Yeah, that's right. So 1.75, 1.75 liters, and I drank half of it. That's 30 shots. I did the math.
0: Ooh, yeah, that'll Reason that'll get the it. job done that'll get the job done we actually as much as I love Halloween we kind of had a I would say boring it was just not a traditional type Halloween we my son had his first hockey tournament and I'm coaching this year so my back hurts I stood on the bench for four games yesterday one this morning and I had planned to uh skip my my league i i play hockey in a league so i was going to skip that tonight but everybody else had plans so i ended up having to skate so that's why we're starting a little bit late later than you would like on a sunday but i have tomorrow off so i don't really care <laughs> i'm just trying to be mindful of of uh, double d and tibu here so you don't have a job so yeah we're right but yeah. i mean we uh I mean, the, the kids did some trick-or-treating tonight and got to hang out with some friends. My son went as Michael Myers. Oh,
2: Kildare. God
0: bless it. Yep. Yeah, Apropos. I'm pretty I'm pretty proud. Yep, I'm pretty proud of that. So, Apple doesn't fall far from the tree, as they say. So, uh, what about you, Tebu? I know you had to drive a lot today, but anything cool for the weekend or over the... Uh,
1: well, yeah, um, I'm actually, yeah, like I said earlier, in San Antonio, so I'm out here for work. This is the first Halloween Uh <laughs> probably ever that I've not celebrated on the actual day. Um, and and over the last, you know, seven years, it's been with my family. So my kids went, my wife took my kids to a Halloween party. They went trick-or-treating tonight. I've been getting photos all night long. That's That's been nice. But like Ghoulie, I had Halloween plans last weekend. So last weekend, um, we were lucky enough to score reservations to a Halloween pop-up it happened at a tapas bar, a Spanish tapas bar in Lafayette, Louisiana, called Pamplona. And you can go on Instagram, uh, Nightclub Podcast Instagram, and see these photos. They decked this place out to the gills. It, the decorations were amazing. The hosts were all dressed up. Everyone who was going there was dressed up in costumes. For like, This is fancy-ass food, too. I don't even know what some of this shit's called. I had ceviche and I had all kinds of shit. It's, it's a lot of good stuff and they were projecting Halloween 1978 on the wall from a projector screen, the whole, whole yeah, it was, it was fucking perfect. And then the night after that, we went to the 13th gate in Baton Rouge, Louisiana, which is one of the top rated haunted attractions in the country. And as always, because I've been there numerous times, I had a fucking blast. Their Evil Dead room makes me just fucking chub up every fucking time <laughs> because that's my favorite. I love it. I chub so up fun. thinking about you, chub up, bud. Bruh, bud, bud. It's the best, bud. Which kids dress uh, up as? My kids? Yeah. Uh, my, my daughter went as um, Poppy from Troll, and my son is dressed up as a robot. And my step, my stepson went as a like hippie Jason. He wore like a tie dye shirt with the Jason mask and all that. Nice. Um, Yeah. They, they just did their own, you know, my kids, my, my kids love scary shit. They love Halloween. We went eat last night before I left for the road at um, Cajun catfish in Ville Platte. It's like a Cajun style buffet. And on the way out, my daughter, she's got this Halloween dress on and she's telling all the hosts and stuff that were there. Happy Halloween. <laughs> she's only, she's like creeping, like doing the creepy stuff. And she's only four years old, man. She loves it. And I'm like, I did a damn good job. That's how I feel. Yes. Yep. So you know those are my doing. Halloween shenanigans. Um, Yeah, it's, it's. And now, now I'm topping it all off by doing a fucking podcast, which is, you know, come on, man. Horror podcast. This is, this is what we've been doing, you know. You and me, the last bunch of years, this is the I, best. I,
0: I think we've been making the listeners wait long enough to figure out what we're talking about. I think they might have an idea that we are talking about Halloween. No,
1: no, no, no don't tell them oh, yet. We, oh, we got it, oh, dude. Oh, oh, before, before we reveal what we're talking about, we need to get some brews in us, man. It's Halloween oh, I was, night. Okay. Jeez, it's, my bad. It's, it's devil's night. Hit my balls off. It's Goosey Night, it's whatever the fucking kids call it in, in whatever region of the country you're from. Let's race some hell. Let's head on down to the fucking Kitty Twister. All
3: right,
0: pussy, pussy, pussy. In, it's, uh, I, I love coming here. It, but tonight, it's I think everybody's dressed up as vampires. That's pretty cool. I, I love coming to the Pity Twister for beers. But did we did we get here too late? I don't know. why I, I, it's weird. Everybody's got the same costume, but you know we're fitting right in. We're fitting right in. So I'm I'm sitting here. Uh, you know, drunk Darius and I are going as boys to men. It's awesome. Uh, <laughs> yeah.
2: I thought we were Nicholas. Yeah, that's Ghoulie. Ninety-eight degrees. Ghoulie's Nicholas.
0: We're going Is for, the, going fro- for the, the theme tonight. The frosted tips and all.
2: I, think, I thought we were Belle Bib DeVoe. <laughs> yeah. I'm Belle. I'm I'm the, the Ghoulies Bib. Yeah.
3: <laughs> Everybody keeps trying to touch my nipples for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: they're going to be touching more than that.
0: Oh, yeah. oh, you got a smaller nipple in your pants. That's weird.
3: I like this place already.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> what, what what are you drinking tonight, bud? Well, funny you should mention, because I happen to have here uh, two different beers with me tonight. Oh, do you? Keep going. Yeah, yeah, and they are both courtesy of our own Boss Tuna. I have a very special batch. I got a variety six pack in the mail, and it was much to my surprise to get it when I did, and thank God. Thank, uh, Hail Satan, I have it for this show. So, tonight I've got the Joe Blow Horror Show's very own, brand new, chocolate cherry stout.
2: Did you test right? that for Rufalin? What's that? Nothing, gone. on, sorry. No, uh, <laughs> I'm, not wor- I'm not nervous at all. <laughs> um,
1: so, I-, I have not tried that beer yet, but I have had, and this is a return, the Joe Blow Horror Show pumpkin stout. A delicious fucking beer that I had last year. So tonight, I'm going to kick things off with the chocolate cherry stout. I want to th- uh, say, Boss Tuna brews this shit himself. He bottles it himself. And he sent it directly to me. I cannot say how thankful I am enough. But let me go ahead and see if I can pop this bad boy with a lighter. I don't have my uh, beer bottle opener. There it is. Okay. Chocolate cherry stout down the hatch. Cheers, boys.
0: Cheers, bud. Yeah, bud. I got to tell you something with that chocolate cherry stout.
2: Guess what the secret ingredient is? <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
0: Besides the extra rooflin <laughs> I put in. So, I uh, the the tonight's beer special is brought to you by Yours Truly. I brewed a couple special beers for us. I made very, very, very slight variations to the pumpkin stout. I have not tried that yet, actually. Uh, I bottled that just in time to crack it for tonight. I did, however, try the chocolate cherry stout. And if anyone brews their own beer, they know, I mean, if you're brewing beer, you got to drink beer. Just so happens I had a few too many beers when I was brewing the chocolate cherry stout. And I always put a little hops in my beer to balance it. Well, I put over double the amount of hops I should have in this. So it's almost more of a black IPA than a chocolate cherry stout. I put, I want to say I put three pounds or four. I think I put four pounds of cherries in my five gallon batch, but the hops overpower the chocolate and the
1: cherry. Well, hold on. Can I give my, my reaction here?
0: Yep. Yeah, I just wanted to let you know that the chocolate cherry stout's a little misleading. If you, you know, going in, if you know, if, if you're a fan of the black IPAs, you might find it a bit tasty, but the, the hops definitely well, threw the flavors off.
1: All right. That's my like sixth swig. Um, I'm going to say for me, up front, I taste cherry. That's my initial taste is cherry. And yeah. the aftertaste has the chocolate notes. It's very hoppy. But it's got the yeah. it, I, I I taste the cherry and the chocolate. The cherry's up front. It's like boom. Hold on. Yeah, the cherry's up front. But then I do I do get the chocolatey it's like on my tongue in the back of my mouth. Like, this is fucking good, dude.
2: Well I appreciate Holy it. Holy shit. What's in the and back of my mouth? This <laughs> tastes
1: uh, everything. The the roofy, the cum, the chocolate cherry, <laughs> big big black, all of it. Perfect bubble stink. Let's go to this thing tastes strong too. I'm kind of scared. <laughs> I, have, I have a bunch of these to get through tonight. I was gonna say because I, I, uh,
0: it was it was coming in around a six or six and a half. But I've never made put fruit in my beer after. So, you know, I tested it after the boil, and then I put the the cherries in about halfway through the ferment, and I'm guessing the cherries did another ferment on it. So it could be. It, it's it's definitely. I do want to say too for the.
2: Now. Is there a way to test it?
0: I've, not not <laughs> afterward because you have to compare the numbers.
2: Yeah. yeah. So.
1: I've I've already popped the pumpkin set out tonight because I I I I couldn't wait. I want to say with this brew. I mm. did I did slightly vary it. Um, I take I taste nutmeg. Um, I put a I lot more spices in it. Well, I get a nutmeg sort of flavor, cinnamon sort of flavor. Mm-hmm. This like it's very flavorful. Um, good, it doesn't, twi- I haven't tried it it doesn't taste and I get a slight vanilla at the end. I don't know if that's just my tongue or whatever, but um, I'm gonna say it's not it doesn't taste as strong as the chocolate cherry stout. Yep, that's gonna but be it's got like that's six six a bouquet. It six, six, it's, six. it's it's got a bouquet of flavor. Um, nice. I I really like this, dude. Hey. Like, like, like they say, you know, try, try again. Don't give up on the Chocolate Cherry Stout if you're dis- – I'm not disappointed in either one of these beers. But if you're not happy, keep trying. Don't give up on it, man. Like, keep it going because this is so fucking badass that you do this for the show. And the labels, I just want to tell the listeners, if you've never – you've got to post these online. Um, the, the, the labels go and
0: going the labels right now.
1: For the for the pumpkin stout, it's it's a mimic of the Friday the Thirteenth original poster, and you have this awesome pumpkin in the skyline. What looks like the uh, the trees and a, and a uh, is that a cabin or is that a projector screen? I can't tell. So
0: that's my actual house that I photo. Actually, uh, the Busy Bee is actually responsible for doing the labels, but he used my house. He used my house on the label, and he opened up my one garage door, and he
1: put that. Ah. So that's the
0: open garage door in there. Yeah.
1: And instead of a, <clears throat> excuse me, instead of a bloody knife, the hand is holding a bloody mic. Yeah. And on the chocolate cherry stout. You've got this awesome cherry image with the with a hand holding a microphone, and it's all like, the image is kind of like, uh, what would you say, echoing itself over and over again. But there's a there's a few hidden surprises in here. <laughs> yes, there is.
0: Ghoulie's uh Ghouli's phone, it's it's funny because Double D is 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 cold, uh, but Ghoulie's sitting next to the fire, he's too hot, and his phone has a temperature rating on it because it's too hot so next to the fire. He's, so he's blocking gonna, the yeah. heat from the So heat. he's gonna put his uh his light on because the chocolate cherry stout has a couple hidden I can't images. It's
3: too hot. said <laughs> <Yeah. Except laughs> You tired. can't use till it cools down. Yeah.
0: But the, yeah, the chocolate cherry stout's got a couple of hidden images in it. And we'll see if they we'll see if they find it. So but no, I haven't <laughs> tried the 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 pumpkin stout. So I'm a little bit um yeah, I'm I'm excited to try that one again. And I haven't oh, had dude. the chocolate cherry one in a minute either. So
1: I gotta say, like again, both phenomenal beers. And this year, again, I'm gonna say reigning champ, uh, try try, try again, okay? Don't take yep. this the wrong way, but yep, your pumpkin your pumpkin stout is fucking phenomenal man like th- this tastes. like if i would it's better that it's from a friend but if i bought this at a store i would be like oh i'm coming back next year for this yep no like, I'm, I'm pretty proud of it we used
0: iowa grown cherries and the chocolate cherry stout the pumpkin stouts got pumpkin out of my garden in it again so it's a 2021 vintage it is on uh the cherry stouts on untapped so make sure we uh go on there and, and and rate it so double d what are we going to try first are we going to try the chocolate cherry stout or the pumpkin stout first let's do pumpkin all right we're doing pumpkin um so we'll leave that there so mm. ghoulie can check out the label on that so we're doing the pumpkin here so we're going to crack these and see how they work how do
3: you order these brothers? what's that what's the beer?
0: how do you order what do you mean order Order <laughs> no, no, you, you can't make here. I, I, I make it and brew it And the whole, the whole Two bits uh,
1: you know, we'll, 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 know, share,
0: we'll share one with uh, With Gouley here
1: Yeah, I was gonna say uh, His, the production line's not up and running Yet, but it should be These beers are that fucking good Like, I'm serious, man You should try to, like, contact maybe a micro brew And be like, hey guys Try my beer and here's my recipe You know, you never know All right, boys. Cheers. Cheers.
3: Yeah, bud. Cheers. Yeah,
0: bud. Yeah, bud. I can smell it right away. I haven't
2: tried it yet, but I can smell it. Pretty good. I got three drinks going right now.
1: You wouldn't be Double D if you weren't triple fisting.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Definitely got more spices in it this year, which if there was one – if I had to be nitpicking on my pumpkin one last year, it lacked a little bit in the spice department.
1: But this one – you smell it right away. Whatever this recipe is, I, I really do think you should keep it because I'm I'm not I'm not saying that because you're my friend. I'm saying for real. This is probably like my favorite pumpkin beer that 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 I've ever had. For real, like it's really that fucking good.
0: Yeah, no, I'm uh, I'm 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 very happy. I I actually think this is better than the one last year, and I was pretty impressed with that one. Coming as a first as a first time, so. It's we, better than Bud Light, I'll say that. Oh fuck yeah! Cooley was drinking a Bud Light on the way in, so as his first one. Yeah. Once yeah. We well, track- I'll-
1: go ahead, Tibu. <laughs> no, I, well, I, I'll, I'll drink any beer, but I mean, come on, it's not hard to. I'm, I'm not. I'm not knocking your beer by saying that either. I, I just Bud Light is, you know, if, if that's someone's, you know, go to, that's fine. But yep. yeah,
3: yeah. Nah, it's Budweiser, but. You know, that's just cause. Yeah, Bud drinks it.
1: <laughs> no. Oh, Jerry, Jerry drinks it. Oh, fuck me. I, I need to
3: shut the fuck up, man. No, yeah, Bud. Bud, Budweiser. Budweiser.
1: I was gonna say you you
0: you don't get that um, you don't get that that yeah, Bud Weiss voice by drinking the light
3: stuff. You go you, you go hard. Cole gave me the Bud Light. Oh, lost tuna. <laughs> <laughs> Shame on you.
1: Shame on you. Shame. You
3: Shame. Guess, a on light.
1: Him. Yeah, he came in here with it. <laughs> he got you, it. You need to at least bump that up to a natter days because something.
0: Oh, man. I'm just trying I'm to really get him out of my shit. fridge, man. My, my, my beer fridge. There's, there's no room in my beer fridge for that kind He's of like, beer. He's like,
3: Ghoulie's coming over. Give him the, the shitty beer. <laughs> They're going to get no, rid of the shitty beer.
0: You know what's better
1: than no beer. Shitty beer.
3: That's right. Well, that's
1: fucking up. right. You know what? Holy I, fuck. Did that person just bite the neck off that other person? Jesus Christ. We have to get the fuck out of here. They're method
0: actors. Yeah, that's what I'm oh. saying. But, yeah, we we, let's load into the RV. And, and uh, I, I heard, uh, you know, I, I got a movie that we're going to watch in the RV uh, on the way to our destination. So, uh, I don't know. Let, let, let's get I going.
1: I, I can't. I can't. I can't wait to snuggle up to all you you guys and and uh, just just feel safe and secure and. Uh, oh, it'd be great. And, and, yeah, yeah. I just all of us are to... over six feet tall.
0: We we got Tibu coming yeah. in. He'd be like our lap dog.
1: You can just like us uh, our laps. I'm just gonna. I'm just. I'm five four, and I'll just be right in there, right inside, inside <laughs> all of you tonight. I'm gonna. You ever go
0: slalom skiing before?
1: What? <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah,
0: let's let's get out of here. Let's get out of here. Let's uh, let's hop in the RV and we got some uh, Halloween kills to stream there. Yeah, bud. Yeah but. Hey, what are you guys doing out here? It's Halloween. We've been trick-or-treating. Are you alone? There's a creepy man in a white mask Where and he keeps like trying to play hide-and-seek with us. Where did you see him look?
3: Run go home now. Hell is that? the door.
2: Uh, Come on. We killed Michael.
1: My grandmother set the fire. one told you. You Told
3: me what?
2: Michael Myers is alive.
3: A man couldn't have survived that fire.
1: (laughs) Forty years ago, the Boogeyman came for us. We are the survivors of Michael Myers. Glory, what do we do? We fight. Mom, our family will kill him. We're gonna hunt him down and we're gonna put an end to this. He He is not gonna stop killing until we stop him. If you track Michael's victims, that's a straight line. To
3: Michael's childhood home. Someone's in our house.
2: He's coming for me, but I'm coming for him. to take his mask off and see the life leave his eyes
0: tonight's feature we are going to talk about the much anticipated well for myself and i think this was pretty well anticipated for everybody the horror
1: community yeah Yeah, the horror
0: community in general anytime you get a big blockbuster movie coming out right around halloween you're you're gonna you're gonna get some some hard dicks that's for sure uh there's gonna be some, some some seats wet in the theater once you leave from our women folk and we're gonna stop being disgusting old men here and we're gonna hop into Don't the movie we this
1: yeah,
2: i get this from you you bring out the best in me okay. my,
1: my 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 seat's always wet what does that say about me
2: you probably should go see a doctor pal
0: mm, i feared that yeah. Yeah. they've got a cream for that i think Halloween Kills is a sequel to the 2018 Halloween, which is a direct sequel to the 1978 OG. This movie is, I would say at this point, it's pretty divisive among the horror community. I've listened to a couple reviews, read a couple
1: reviews, a pod, couple podcasts. Well, okay, hold on. Before, before we get into all the rhetoric, I want to say about this, okay, this is our Halloween episode this year. This is the, the quintessential franchise when you think about the Halloween season. Am I wrong? I mean, everyone has their favorite Halloween movies that they always go back to. But when you think about Halloween, and if you're a horror fan, you cannot help but think about Halloween. You can't help but hear the iconic John Carpenter score in your head. Yes. This movie this, – this, franchise sets the tone for what Halloween is when it comes to what a horror film is around Halloween, sort of. But I but I did want to say I I'm excited to talk about this movie for a lot of reasons, but I I don't I don't I don't know I don't know how <laughs> how it's gonna come across because as divisive as you're about to get into the horror community can be, I've got a theory that they're just not watching this movie, right? <laughs> That's my theory. They're just watching it wrong. So go ahead. Tell us, tell us about how divisive this is and, and everything else. And I just, I'm going to sit here and shake my head and just think, poor fools. Fools, they are all. I think
0: we're kind of tipping our hands a little bit here. But Halloween Kills is the 2021 release of David Gordon Green. Very similar cast of characters, a couple new ones. We still have Jamie Lee Curtis as Laurie Strode, Judy Greer. Uh, Andy Matichek, Will Patton uh, comes back, and we'll talk about that as well because a lot of people were thinking he was a goner from um, 2018. We have a couple new entries into, I'm going to call this the trilogy because we know Halloween ends is, is the next one coming up. We have Anthony Michael Hall as, as Tommy, and we have a couple others returning. I, I would say throwback characters, if you will, uh, from the 1978 film.
1: And I said film on purpose because it's time to take a sip. Take that sip. Hey, can I do this real quick? Best of my abilities. I would like to break down very briefly, very, very briefly, the Halloween timeline.
0: Yes, absolutely. That's something that we need to get into.
1: Okay. So, Boss Tuna just said this is a trilogy. He's correct. This is the David Gordon Green trilogy. Now, let's start at the beginning. You have John Carpenter's 1978 original Halloween film. Followed up by Halloween 2, which is a direct sequel to Halloween 78. Then you have Halloween 3, which doesn't take place at all in the same universe, except for that Halloween is playing on a TV in that movie. So you have two timelines right there. That's two timelines. Keep that in your mind. Halloween 4 comes out, a direct sequel to Halloween 2. All right? Still two timelines. Halloween 5 comes out, Halloween 6 comes out, still two timelines. Halloween 7, Halloween H2O, Jamie Lee Curtis comes back. You now have three timelines because in Halloween H2O, the only two movies that count are Halloweens 1 and 2. So that's three different timelines. Then the eighth film in the series, Halloween Resurrection, comes out. That is a direct sequel to Halloween H2O, meaning it's still in the continuity of the third timeline. So still three timelines, eight films. Then Rob Zombie comes back buggering himself into the room, and he's like, I want to make some fucking Halloweens. He makes two Halloween films in his own timeline. That's four timelines, okay? Now you have the David Gordon Green trilogy of Halloween, titled the same as the original, Halloween Kills, the movie we're talking about tonight on Halloween, and the upcoming Halloween Ends. That's five timelines spanning, what is that, uh eight, nine, ten, 40. eleven, twelve, thirteen films. Oh, thirteen, yep. Friday the thirteenth has hasn't even made it to thirteen films yet. Suck it, Jason. Nah. Boom! <laughs> <laughs> that was very well done. That was very well done.
2: Yeah, I failed algebra too. You gotta redo that for me.
0: Just <laughs> can you can you
1: explain that again? But with Pythagorean theorem, I think then double D will. The get only it. the only thing that counts for this movie tonight is that. The original 1978 John Carpenter film is the first, the David Gordon Green 2018 film is the second, and tonight is the third. But again, for the sake of saying the David Gordon Green trilogy, this is the second movie in that trilogy. So Halloween's probably the most convoluted horror franchise timeline of all time. I I don't know another one that's more fucked up, to be honest with you. I, I don't the think top. there
2: is. I how, really don't think there is. How does season of the witch tie into all this? It doesn't. <laughs> it doesn't. It doesn't. <laughs> doesn't. It's
0: it's own and it's a it, it's a fantastic. I, it yes. Is Do you remember when it's we? You probably don't. Double D. Know, we, I probably <laughs> don't. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> but no, we did cover that early on in the Joe Blow Horror Show. We did cover the original Halloween three, and and I don't remember offhand. I, I think I gave it around a seven and a half. I've come up quite a bit on that maybe we'll revisit that again, but for what it's worth, we'll keep this simple in that, you know, for those that, you know, cause I know, Oh, and it reminds me, I've got to Tibu, uh, remind me tomorrow. I, 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 I got a message from a listener and this person said something interesting about you and I think you're going to appreciate it. So remind me tomorrow and I'll, I'll fill you
1: in. I want to hear it to, now on the smile show. To your face. Nope. Nope. We'll talk about it tomorrow. So I can't have accolades on the show. I have to wait nope. until private times.
0: The accolades, the acc- Well, I'll tell you what. This this person listens, and yeah. I'll give a shout out. I'm gonna mention him by Grindhouse Zombie, and he actually said something nice
2: about you. you said which, Grinder no, and no. Zombie. Yes.
3: <laughs> yeah. Uh, <no. laughs> Grindhouse Zombie, shout what out, to Grindhouse
2: so-
0: Zombie.
1: He's a <laughs> fan of yours. So- What's so nice about me, Grindhouse Zombie? Why don't you email me? <laughs> oh no! Okay. i'm well, well let's just on say on the
2: right apps dude <laughs>
0: yeah
1: i'm on all the apps you would Twitter. definitely fuck swipe Twitter. right to
0: you actually <laughs> those those apps were past my time i don't know if swiping right's a good thing or bad thing i've actually never used them I, I was married before all that shit but he actually said something nice about you and i, I was like are you listening to the right podcast i don't know what i'll the have to fuck reach out to him and say,
3: say
1: i'll
0: have to say as a grindhouse make sure you're listening to the right podcast every time i mean is it my, po- my my co-host that you said that about no he'll he'll, he'll get a kick out of that so a little shout out to grindhouse zombie he's i'm I'm curious what he's going to think after we talk about this movie because he told me his thoughts on it and yeah. i didn't really tell him mine so but yeah, we'll, yeah we'll, shout, well
1: shout out shout out to grindhouse zombie i don't know what you said yet but uh I i guess it's good
0: Anyways, <laughs> let's, let's reel this back in here.
1: So the No, we're not reeling this- it in yet. I'm fucking it all up tonight. This is Halloween. Guess what else I have, bitches? Oh. Uh,
0: looks like you have a hangover in your hand. You ready? I'm ready.
1: Mm.
2: Let's go. Let's I got to go. punt at
1: Jack-, Jack Daniels because it's Halloween. It's, Fuck it. it. All yeah, right. Sorry. Halloween. Art, yeah. No more derailing from me. Go ahead, boss. Give us, give us the deets.
0: Yeah, that's what. That, yeah, Gooly. Oh man. Okay. Yeah, we'll reel this in here. Welcome, welcome to the tangents of the Joe Blow Horror Show, Gooly. <laughs> to recap, real quickly here, because what I have started out saying is, is I know we have quite a few listeners that just listen uh, because apparently they think we're funny. Which, again, you know, we'll, we'll we take are. what we can get, but they might not be necessarily in the know as far as everybody knows michael myers and halloween my, my, my eight-year-old son dressed up as halloween or as michael myers tonight oh it makes my heart happy but to make it simple the original is 1978 the 2018 one go check out that episode we did that a couple of years ago on halloween that's the direct sequel so we we're talking about the third movie in this timeline and that is halloween kills and i believe that's pretty aptly named uh as far as the title of the movie would you would you guys not agree
2: yeah, it kills.
0: <laughs> it, Buc- kills. Yeah, it kills. But I have it no idea Buc- where, where Double D stands on this either. So let's get into this here. The movie opens, and it is, it, it's, it's very similar to Halloween 2 uh, in that it literally takes place seconds after the first one ends. We get, I guess, uh, the boyfriend running through the, the woods in the field, and he comes upon Frank. Frank's laying there with his neck gaping.
2: I think that's kind of homage to the, the first two movies, even though they cut out the second movie in this. But, yeah. Like it goes, well, well, it's the same night, you know?
1: Yeah. Same night, and they do, a lot of it does take, take place in a hospital, kind of. So yeah. I think they do, they do pay homage a, a good bit. And yeah, that's Hawkins down there with his fucking neck slit.
0: And it's funny because I, to prepare for this, I watched The 78 with uh, Joe Bob. And then I watched 2018. I was watching that again. And I man, in twenty eighteen, I think they purposely overplayed it a bit. You know, not to dog on that movie, but he didn't only stab him in the neck. If you go back, you can hear Michael going <laughs> stabbed him multiple more times in his wherever. He didn't get just stabbed in the neck. So I think that they I, I want them in that
1: he stabbed them in the pinky toe like a lot of times. Yeah. I mean, do do you think that
0: when they filmed 2018, they did not know uh, if Hawkins it's, was going to come back?
1: Maybe, but dude, look, I know okay. we're
0: nitpicking, but I, I, it's just a thought. Yeah,
1: I no, 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 it's fine. And, and, uh, dissect, like, let, let's dissect. I was, I wasn't, I wasn't saying that about your your uh, critique. I was saying it about like this franchise is riddled with retcons. So. To retcon a character's death, and I kind of have a theory about the end of this movie that I'll get to when we get there. Um, they, uh, they probably, they might not have known the character, the actor was gonna come back or whatever, so they might have wrote it ambiguously enough to yeah. where he could. And I think he came back, so they just said, "Cool, um, we'll we'll change what we gotta change and make it fit." Uh, maybe, maybe I don't know. That might be the case. Maybe it was all along just to fucking fuck with your, your head. Who knows? David Gordon Green's doing his own fucking thing. And this movie makes it very apparent. Let's talk about the
0: flashback. Shit. So yeah, he, he comes upon, he comes upon Frank or Hawkins uh, laying on the ground bleeding out. And he's got a couple cool, he's like, kill him. He's got to get killed. And then we get this awesome, awesome flashback from the night.
2: You think it was awesome?
0: I think Fuck it yes. was, I think it was awesome. You know what yes. the best part is, is I'm not going to throw anyone under the bus, but there is one review. And then I want to say it was two podcasts I listened to that were dogging Loomis coming back saying it was, it was done poorly and it was digital. They could tell it was digital. it's digital. It's not
2: digital. And then you find though.
0: out that it's not digital. I didn't and know was, that.
2: I was like, that guy's dead, right? You yeah. Could tell. It you
1: could was tell ind- he was a real person though. They, they I thought, thought it was a this real person. This isn't Grandma fucking Tarkin, okay? This this guy looks fucking. He's on screen. Like, who was who? Who are they? Shout them out! Shout them out right now! Nope, I'm
0: not gonna throw any on the bus. I don't want to do that. Uh, no, no bad blood on the show. But they're dogging. sake. well, because if you think about the the woman piss that in their page blood. Old-
2: <laughs> face, facial. facial recognition.
0: No, the you know the Irishman did <laughs> Age, whatever. Yeah, so yeah. they were saying it was done poorly, and then you find out it was an actor that had you know makeup and a mask and everything. I'm like,
2: oh, I didn't know that at all. I thought it was him.
0: No, so that's that's the best part is, and and that comes into my theory as well too, which I'm going to get into, where I think that a lot of people dogging on this movie were going in looking for, you know, what what is it about this
2: that I I, I can I can pick apart because. I think it was a movie made for horror fans.
0: Yes. Especially,
2: like body counts going up.
0: The best part is, is they put it right in our face what this movie was. It's Halloween Kills. And that is exactly what happened.
2: But in the flashback,
0: yeah. we get we get a little backstory on Hawkins that I thought was done pretty well. It, there's a bit of a character arc in there, but
1: essentially Hawkins And you get Jim fucking Cummings, bro. Yeah, Jim Cummings is is is
0: great. Hey, check the out Wolf of Snow Hollow if you haven't.
1: Yes. Um, yes. It's amazing,
0: but it was done well and because you got a little humanity, you got a little arc and you get this guilt that Hawkins has to carry because essentially he is the reason that Michael has killed all of these people. Although it hasn't been, you know, that we have to separate a big problem too, is is people don't separate this timeline, you know, because they're, they're trying to, Characterize and put Michael in this box that's been built through 13 movies. And you have to realize that it was the very first movie and then 2018. So yeah. there's certain characteristics and certain, you know, you have to put that aside and just realize that everything else is it is moot. It doesn't matter. But there's guilt that Hawkins is carrying for 40 years because Michael in the flashback, we find out that Loomis was going to execute him and mm-hmm. he comes in kind of you know ha- has that w- which is weird w- what do you think his i mean if we're if we're going to backtrack a bit more he ends up shooting jim cummins the other i can't remember his, yeah. his name in the movie because they go in the house on this is the night of 1978 and he's got michael or michael's got him by the neck and he's killing him and why he didn't just run up and put the gun in his face right. and shoot? That's i don't know i
2: like that I don't you know, like that at all? He looked like such a little bitch. But he like, was
0: probably—I mean, he's young though. He's—he might have
1: been really, really young on
0: the. Floor. Well, yeah. I, I mean, you are
2: back into what the yeah. fucking. Uh, you shoot him in the leg. But he did You're
1: it. in a moment of panic. I mean, you yep. could chalk it up to. him. Yeah. Yep. He shot him Basically, in the neck. He essentially contrivance. Yep. Yeah, I mean, and you get that
0: in every single movie. So I mean, I'm not yeah. going to pick apart that much as well. But he shoots him in the neck. And don't do it in this.
1: It. Don't. Don't do it in this movie, because it's a movie.
0: Right, right. This ain't a film. He shoots him in the neck <sighs> and essentially kills him. Michael gets away. We get that cool scene with Loomis, which I thought was pretty, pretty great. I love the, the, the callbacks in this, the throwbacks. But he is the one that's responsible for
1: having Michael put away. Yeah. Yeah. And I want to say, like, I, I wanted to say this a second ago. When it comes to the Halloween franchise, um, I've never been the biggest fan of these movies. Part one for sure. Part two, I like. Part three, awesome. Then it starts to dwindle. Four, five, and six, I've seen a few times, maybe, back in the day. Part seven, I I owned on DVD. I actually like that movie. I owned part eight, Resurrection, on DVD. I want to revisit that one one day to see how stupid and fun it might be, because Oh,
2: my God.
1: <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. No, I'm not no, laughing no. at you. Gooey's
0: over here with his balls hanging out. He's is hanging
2: he? brains.
1: Look Look how I'm looking. I'm looking to see him. <laughs> yeah, uh, they're
0: yeah. It's cold. Uh, Oh, my God. <laughs> oh my God.
1: <laughs> Sorry. Um, Go got, on. Got, got, ball, yeah. Balls out on Halloween, motherfuckers. Uh, oh, resu- resurrection, I want to see again one day to see how mm-hmm. stupid and fun it can be, but. The Rob Zombie movies didn't really do it for me. And 2018 was a breath of fresh air for me. So this going into this movie, I had low expectations, to be honest with you, because I've never thought much of this franchise to begin with, other than the original masterpiece of 1978. So this, when Double D said this movie was made for horror fans, I consider myself a seasoned, not, a, not an expert but a seasoned horror fan. I've seen over 2,000 horror films in my life for sure based on my letterbox. Mm-hmm. And that's what I can oh, remember. To Mark
0: Nato, Mark who does that in a year.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, Mark Nato is a madman and I love him for it. But yeah, I mean, I'm saying, I, I, I went into this with low expectations and what this movie started to unravel and reveal to me blew my mind. <laughs> it blew my mind what this yeah. movie was and became and is so let's continue into the story so i I, have been since we
0: discussed doing this this episode tonight i had an idea and i'm just gonna go ahead and do it and it's taboo and and you might hate me for it but i'm gonna do things a little bit backwards and i am going to give my rating as a 9.5 right now and i am going to maybe defend this or give some points to try to justify that because I know most of the people listening, most of the people listening are probably like, yeah, you know, now I gave him no reason to stay tuned. Oh, where's he going to come in app? Oh, all right. We'll check you guys later. Thanks for the first, you know, 30 minutes I'm tuning out, but I'm hoping I give enough good points and reasons to why I'm coming in at that rating. So let's see if I can justify it. We'll we'll talk about a few scenes here before we get into some notes and stuff that I've taken, but, and for, for what it's worth, listen back. But I gave, uh, I believe double D gave 2018 a 10 out of 10 as well. We both gave the 2018 tens. I love that. So we'll find out where it ranks, but the next scene we get is probably my favorite part of the entire movie. And that's we, Michael we get killing a, that old couple. Nope. Nope. Before that. So we get, oh. we get a quick snippet of basically it's the end of 2018 where they're driving oh, in the yeah. back of the truck. Yes. Down the road. And you hear Lori say, let it burn because the fire trucks and the police cars are coming by.
1: <laughs> they're and, passing
0: them on the opposite side of the highway. Yeah. Yep, They're and passing on the other like, side of the highway. Let it burn. Yes. Let it burn. Yes. The very best part of that whole movie, I guess, is going to be, for me, is going to be that scene with the fire department. Me I too. thought that, I love was that part too. Done so well. And it's so brutal. And it's, it's hilarious because the hockey team I skate on is a bunch of cops and firefighters. Yeah. <laughs> and we have a group text. And after I was sending them pictures in the theater. And I was asking them – because I saw this a couple of weeks ago, and I was, like, bringing up points of that. I'm like, you guys just have to watch even, like, the first 10 minutes of it. But I I, I legitimately had goosebumps watching that part. I was like,
2: yes, yes. I was cheering. I was so happy. You know? I mean,
0: there, there's – we can get into social commentary on this. And if, if, you know, because we're – I mean, if we face it, we're in some pretty tough times right now, and there's a lot of relevance into, I guess, brutality towards – you know, your cops and firefighters and whatnot but that scene gave me mob goosebumps. mentality later yes it gave me goosebumps because not only i mean are we seeing innocent people get we in horror movies we see innocent people get murdered all the time but when we have this many firefighters come up just that scene when he's when he comes out of the, the burning house and he's standing on the porch and he's like it's fucking go time and
2: then the the saw comes out yes yes
0: i mean those firefighters are like what the fuck do we do now and you can see them reaching for their tools and the guy starting to saw. that is a
2: horror movie fan yes thing like if you don't like horror movies you'd be like what the fuck is this but have you seen horror movies like yeah
0: yes and that's where i'm like you can tell me that you don't like this movie but don't tell me it's not a good movie because if if a scene like this doesn't get you jacked up, then I would have to question, I would have to question, are you a true horror fan? Because just like double D is saying this, this scene right here, placates to horror movie fans for sure. The brutality of it. And then just the innocence. I mean, these you've got public service workers here. All they're trying to do is help. And you've got this, I mean, this, this
1: madman machine force of evil yeah yep hundred percent hundred percent force a construct of nature and death and nature's fucking purest form of taking just life just taking it
0: done done very well and the brutality of it is 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 pretty insane but the next thing the elderly couple that that was pretty good I, I enjoyed that scene
1: a lot of people talk about the kill on this one is one of their favorites. oh dude. I'm watching this movie and I'm like, this is a ritualistic killing of pure innocence. You said innocence as in the firefighters are going to help people. Michael, much like the 78 version is so fascinated with death that he's trying out knives to see which one stabs the best. Yes. I mean, how his, mo- his movements and the fact that the wife of the husband that's being killed slowly She's dying slowly and having to watch this was happen. Was it his
2: wife or not? Yes. Yeah.
1: Well, I mean, I would assume, or a lover, whatever, and, until he finally picks his knife that he likes, and then he goes over to her, and you know what happened.
0: The, the, the scene I, or the kill I was talking about was the light bulb. He takes an incandescent light – or uh, not, is it incandescent? Or, uh, well,
1: she didn't die from that, though, so I wouldn't call it a kill. Well, I, I would – yeah, the, through the neck. To be, to be, yeah, no, no, it's an awesome fucking effect, and it's, yeah. it's, it's great. I'm not try, again, not trying to be nitpicky, but she don't die yet. She, she, she gets killed later. But the, the scene right. I thought you were talking about was the ritual knife stabbing. With no, she,
0: no, a lot of people love that broken knife, light bulb through her neck. Okay. But
2: okay, I, I don't. She's moving too slow. Like they love it. They set it up. Like she just sat there.
0: Well, yeah, <laughs> she's an old lady that's in absolute. I yeah, mean, what is she you supposed don't know what terror does to, do or to forward people?
1: And fucking run to the phone and be like, Oh my god, I gotta see my husband. No, my I mean, didn't hold him on the worst
0: there. thing she's probably ever seen is a dead mouse in a mouse trap and you've got this crazy man in a fucking mask.
2: I thought that they were pretty funny though. Like, oh what did the guy say? Like, oh there's a guy crazy man in the mask. That's exactly what you just said, isn't it?
0: Yeah, well, there's. it's funny because they're ripping on, like, all oh, the Strode house is on fire and blah, blah, blah. But, yeah, he goes in there. But, no, I want to I piggyback off of what Tibu was talking about because I don't hear enough people talk about. I, I think that that scene gives Michael Myers some, some personality, if you will, because, like you're saying. He, that's hilarious. He, he, this, this guy is hunched over an island in the kitchen, and he's not stabbing him to kill him. No. He, he is. It, it's out of like fascination, yeah. You know, because they say, you know, serial he's, killers he's like a child. Yes, serial killers yes. Start, start out as children, and and they're sitting there killing, you know, animals, and they're getting this some kind of. Yeah. Well, Hawkins you
1: know? Hawkins says this later in the film. He says he's a six year old boy with the strength of a man.
3: Yeah.
1: Like they they've got. I want to say this too. Now I'm going to piggyback off your rating. I'm not going to say my rating <clears throat> right here, but. There's a lot of dialogue that people make fun of. I've seen a lot of people make fun of the dialogue. And you know what? I don't give a fuck. It's grandiose. It's over the top. It's awesome dialogue for this awesome fucking movie. Like, some of the dialogue is poetic in a way that people don't speak. But in the moment that I'm watching this movie, I'm, I'm like in it. I'm engrossed in how they're talking about things right. so dramatically, so over the top. That I get caught up in it, and I'm like, "This is working for me." And when Hawkins makes that comparison that Michael's a six-year-old boy with the strength of a man, that that one moment, and I'll get to some more of that dialogue later in that exact scene in the hospital. Yeah. But that that that's a perfect example. Yeah, he's fascinated. He's doing his knife death ritual, like he's just playing. playing. Knife is,
2: yeah, like he's playing. He he yeah. doesn't he doesn't think humans are humans. They're just toys
0: it's i mean it, it's crazy we we don't get a specific answer yet, at least we might we we probably won't, but I hope we don't yeah i I do i yeah, I agree, I hope we don't, but just that scene, the brutality of that he's it's just nothing it's it's stepping on an ant to him right yeah. yes. picking yes. up that
1: knife it's cosmic <laughs> cosmic I'm sorry, effect. but it. I'm sorry, dude, but it is. It's cosmic as fuck. It's just. It's 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 something that thinks it's greater or doesn't even think. It doesn't even think. It's just doing and killing, and ending. And it's just. It's. It's the Michael that like you said, that a lot of fans have these ideas of what Michael is, and they put it in a box after all these movies. Well, this is the original idea of Michael. It's just a killing it not he the shape it's I don't just think
0: it. a lot of people realize if, if we want to get real deep on this let's look at what Carpenter's thoughts ideas and what his I guess creation was he he states Michael is somewhere between a man and supernatural and mm-hmm. he, le- he leaves it at that
1: a lot of people do
2: talk about him being supernatural no, he is supernatural I think for sure I,
1: I, I, I agree I agree and I think by the end of this movie we fully realize that transformation. I agree. We'll, we'll get there.
0: We'll get there. But I just want to bring that up. And also too, I, I can, I, I'm hundred percent faulty of this, except I'm not a, I see a lot of things on the internet that I don't agree with or that make me mad, but I'm never one ever to, to comment and I'll never start a battle. And I know some people are, and some people are passionate. And when I see people shitting on this movie, yeah, I get upset, but not to the point where I would ever say anything. And I want to remind people that we're out here to have fun. Well, that's, we're,
2: I think it's a movie for horror movie fans. Yes,
0: yes, we're out here to have fun. We're not trying to call people out. We're not trying to offend anybody. This is just I am. opinions. I want to odds. offend
1: all the fuckers that that hate this movie. Fuck them no, all.
0: Uh, because you know I'm not. You know, some <laughs> points to bring up. I'm not going to name people or whatever. I don't want to piss people off or offend. No, anybody. I'm, you know, I'm,
1: you know, I'm, 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 I'm joking. I'm joking. Yeah. It's all, it is what it is. But fuck them.
0: Yeah, yeah, but fuck them. No, I, I do love this movie. That's why I gave my rating first, is I'm like, there's so many people that shit on this movie and hate it. And I'm like, watch it for what it is. So I do have some theories here. And, and there are people that aren't going to relate to it or going to say you're wrong or that's, that's not true. But I do think that the biggest problem with this movie from what I've gathered And even the 2018, we can even talk about the Rob Zombies, is that the people that shit on this movie and don't like it have this idea of what Michael Myers is to them. And when you have a movie like 2018 or this one that doesn't fit that profile, they immediately will, I mean, you know whether it's subconsciously or not, they're not going to agree with it. And then they can quote unquote nitpick it or find reasons not to like it. That's what I think the big or the vast majority of, of these negative reviews are. I think that if we look at it as like you guys are saying as a horror movie for horror fans, the biggest thing I see people is this movie has got no plot. I never even thought about that watching this movie. I, I you know was trying to break it down and okay. critique it, but I'm listening to these reviews and these podcasts are like, well, it has no plot. I hate it. Well, I I thought it had a plot it carries on the story this is the second movie in the trilogy well you'd be surprised there's yeah
1: there's some one of them I I agree with you I I, and Double D I think there is totally a plot I mean I don't think there is a plot as far as
0: yes but the biggest thing with this movie is is it's it's carrying on that same night my theory with this movie is this, this movie is following Michael. This is Michael's journey. This is Michael's path. This is what's going to transition us into Halloween kills or ends Halloween. Oh, yeah. Ends. So yeah, you're not going to get a traditional, you know, story or, or plot line. This is, brutality it's for kills it's just following us through the rest of the night showing michael's michael's plot a lot of people are saying there's certain things that are unnecessary certain characters you meet plot lines but
2: i love the big john little john
0: yes i absolutely love those but
2: i was like what about medium john
0: Medium John. No one talks about Medium John. Yeah, because Medium John's like tucked underneath her mattress and only comes out on special occasions. I, I guess, think.
2: but he did die. Well, maybe he did. I don't. love, I love,
1: uh, what's his name? The My, guy uh, from
2: uh, Mad TV, Michael McDonald. Yes. Yeah.
1: Yes, I love I was, Michael McDonald so yeah. much. I was just waiting for for
0: him when Big John goes, "Let me do it. I <laughs> want to do it." He's grabbing the big knife. look what i can do let's talk about the next scene here because we're in the hospital and lori has been she's you know would she get stabbed in her stomach or something so she's went in for surgery and karen is withholding information from her she's thinking she's protecting her but Lori thinks that it's done it's over hawkins is in you know the same room as her Uh, obviously this, this hospital is, is packed. Halloween's very busy. So, you know, some people are complaining, well, why is Hawkins in the same room as her? Blah, blah, blah. Well, you can see in the, you know, in the quote unquote mob scene that this hospital is being overrun. So yeah, they're going to be putting people together, but you do get a little side story. It's almost like a little love triangle going on where Hawkins is like, Oh, I had a thing for you, but you had a thing for Ben Tramer. Yeah. Yeah. He's a jealous fuck he is he is but
1: at A this silent, point silent jealous fuck
0: yes so at this point Lori is is not understanding or, or not understanding she's not knowing that he escaped and we get this cool scene in the bar where we get some throwback characters we get tommy is there we get we get the the nurse and doctor from the the parents of the little boy in the first one that was hilarious i, I thought it was was pretty cool it was like some weird talent contest thing and you had tommy go up i mean that's one Little knock I had is is he gives his little die tribe as you know Halloween I survived it blah 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 but we find out you know he was the boy that Michael Myers you know Tommy you s- me? He didn't like that no
2: <sighs> a,
0: a, a, a little bit I just didn't like I, I thought his I mean and and you know I, I, it's, I'm at a nine point five so I'm kind of nitpicking here but yeah I get it you know we we've only got what an hour and forty minutes to develop these characters. Yeah. And I think it was done well overall. In that, hey, let's throw them all in a bar together because what do people do on Halloween? And they go to fucking. Bars Who is that
2: kid from the throwback scene?
0: That's that's him. That's Tommy.
2: No, the little kid that was getting bullied.
0: Yeah, that's isn't. No, or no, that's, Lonnie. that's Lonnie. 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 Yeah, Lonnie. So yeah, we find out that's Cameron's dad. Which, so Cameron's the
1: boyfriend. He was he, Lonnie. Lonnie was part of the uh, the group of kids that was bullying fucking um, Tommy in the original. So it's weird that he. You know,
0: yeah, I looked at it more as like a like a support group because you have these people that in you know, if people you know say that this this whole thing with Michael Myers has been overblown. I mean, in in the canon of you know the first movie and the second one, but if you think about it, we're in Haddonfield, Illinois. It's a tiny little town, and you've got a mass murderer that went out and killed a bunch of teenagers All right. at night. You're going to scar people. So I look at this group. Of, of 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 survivors. If it you was will. a little
2: weird that they did like in the fucking bars. Like, oh, shout out to this person. And yeah, so was and it? And that's what I'm talking
1: about. I mean,
0: I think
2: he, he's, then, he's like
1: he's like Laurie Strode. Wherever you are,
2: <laughs>
0: I, I think Look, no, that, no.
1: I w- I want to say I'm not hating on any of this. By the way, the weirdness of it actually makes me like it even more. That's gonna sound weird. I guess, but I I, again, I I stated, I gave the premise of where I'm coming from with this earlier based on how I view these movies and what my relationship to the Halloween franchise is and what my relationship to horror films are now. So, this kind of weirdness made me really happy in a way. I was like, oh, this is fucking legit. Like, they're in a bar telling these, and he tells this, again, over-the-top story that you think <laughs> – some of the patrons there have are probably like, oh, fuck, here he is again. <laughs> like, he's going to say the same shit he said last year, guys. But I, I, I don't get that feeling, honestly. I get the feeling that this is kind of like their anniversary. Like they, they came out tonight to shed some skin, if you will. And I don't mean that literally. I mean that figuratively, even though literally that's happening elsewhere based on their history. But I think I think that this tonight was their release. And unfortunately for them, a release to death is kind of what they get. So yeah, let's go.
0: Yeah, I just want to finish my thoughts on that. So to to recap, I think that yeah, in a in a you know, ninety hundred, hundred ten minute movie, you don't have a lot of time to I guess flesh out these characters so yeah let's throw them in in a bar scene like this the, the problem I, I guess I had that I was trying to make is the, when when Tommy goes up and does his little diatribe on stage I, I you know I was like you're really going to do that in front of a bar full of people granted he has no idea what's going on in the night and this has been bothering him I know some people had problems with that as well too but again I looked at that group as, as being kind of um, a support group except we have Marcus and Vanessa who are The parents of a little boy that's being babysat in the first one. So if we flash flash forward here uh, a minute, we see across the TV that... Wait, 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 wait. Are those Julian's parents? Yes, Julian's parents.
1: Yes. Oh my God, I never put that together.
0: Yes, Vanessa and Marcus are Julian's parents from the first movie. Oh
1: my fuck, that makes it so much fucking better.
0: Yes. Yes. So that's why I'm saying, what do people do in a small town? Yeah. They go to a bar and hang out. So I thought it was done well, but what moved the scene along is the news flash across the TV. Hey, the bus uh, crashed and escaped. Michael Myers is there. Boom. He's killed people. So they're finding out that Michael Myers is out. This gets Tommy in. He's all worked up. So we find out that, Hey, we're going to leave. And the (laughs) best, (laughs) what happens is we go out to the parking lot and there's someone in the car and everybody thinks it's michael myers oh that that bartender cracks me up too i don't know if i understood a single word out of his mouth but he had a sweet bat
2: yeah what was the name of it old
1: old huckleberry old huckleberry
2: that's the bat any significance to that
1: no there's no relevance to the original halloween story
2: I, I, i looked it up i was like what the fuck i thought it they they zoomed in on it yeah. for a reason. Though. Well,
1: and, and then and then Tommy uses it later too, so it, it's significant in this story. But no, it it's unfortunately and like you, I was like, oh, what's this mean? But there's nothing. It doesn't so we,
0: mean shit. We can see Tommy's basically getting a little of militia or or the mob starting, and he's getting the militia ready. But Vanessa and Marcus go to get in their car, and they find someone in there. Another thing too. Apparently, there's there's a handful of people out there that think michael myers was actually in the car no it was not michael myers it was the mental patient from the 2018 movie the one that was carrying the umbrella so when we first see michael myers and the podcasters show up and they're all sitting outside state uh chained to those blocks he's the other mental patient they do a close-up on with the umbrella we find out it's him in the car he drives off crashes it and then boom we get You know, as Marilyn Manson would would call it, we have a mob scene developing. Flashing forward here, again, Hawkins, one of the cool little things that we get, and and I'm not sure if this is going to play out more in the next movie or if it's just a little bit of character development with Hawkins, but it insinuates that Hawkins is Karen's father. Is that what you
1: guys gathered? Yeah. Yeah. I, I I think, yeah. I think in the next movie you're going to get way cuz a lot of people that I've seen love the flashbacks. I didn't see people that hated it really. Um I think you're going to get more flashbacks in the next movie. Maybe not. Maybe David Gordon Green's going to be like, "You think you know what I'm going to do?" Like I thought he like I thought I knew what he was going to do with this movie kind of. So I had a little, little bit of low expectations even though I liked his Halloween 2018. I right. did a lot. But I, I was completely just slammed by what he did in this movie. So maybe he won't do any flashbacks in the next But if he does, I would expect to see some more tie ins and continuations of these new, new storylines.
2: Yo, so are we doing spoilers? Oh, if yeah. Honest? 100%. Yep. If oh, yeah, had, all the way. And you, I hope
0: nobody new to the show is listening. You're like, what the fuck is going on?
2: I think that Lori's going to die in. Her granddaughter is gonna kill Michael.
0: I'm wondering if they're gonna leave. Well, let's save this to the end. What I think the ending's gonna yeah, be. yeah. I'm gonna, theory, my, you
1: know? I'm gonna say my I'm gonna say my theories for the end too. But 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 I I I dig that theory though. Um, and I if I think Jamie Lee Curtis wants to die. I mean, She's for real, she wanted it, to die. What's yeah, I think she wants to to
0: I don't to think she wants it. to die. Sherry did
2: once she doesn't to a... she doesn't
0: want to die and, until Michael dies. I think that's what's what's gonna keep her alive.
2: No, she's gonna die and then the granddaughter's gonna kill well, him. We'll but we don't know how he's gonna die because he we'll, can't die in that.
0: We'll get right? we'll get to that. We'll get okay. to that. So we have a scene we have Lindsay, uh Marion, who are some characters from the first. So Marion, I believe, is the nurse. Yeah. And Lindsay is – she's – oh, she's a little girl that's being babysat. She was the little girl that
1: was with Tommy Doyle.
0: Yep. Yep, being babysat. Yeah. But they're in the car with Marcus and Vanessa, and they're warning – basically they're warning Haddonfield, hey, you know, Michael's out. Well, this he, is I want to say,
2: it too, I love complaint.
1: Marcus and Vanessa uh, as characters. Yeah. I, I think – you, you get there compl- – th-
2: pl- go ahead, Double D. Everyone complains because they're so fucking dumb.
1: I mean, we're. Nah, I, I, I like them. They, they're established in an earlier scene before you even meet the uh, the originals, the OGs from the original film. Yep. And I, I think that they're established pretty good as a couple. And they, they play reverse roles. Like uh, the husband's dressed like a doctor. Right. Oh, no, no. Oh, uh, yes. Yeah. He's
2: he, a doctor. He's a he's doctor. A and she's
1: yeah, a nurse. Yeah. 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 But in real life, in, in their real lives, she's the doctor and he's the nurse. So I'm like, oh, that's funny. Yep. I I don't know. Even though it, it might be cornball, but this whole movie's cornball, so fuck it. I like it.
0: Um, we get a we get a cool scene here coming up because they're in the car and Michael attacks them, and he kills Marion. Yeah, and he kills Marcus, and the best the best kill's got to be with Vanessa, and Michael doesn't even kill her. No. She, he's He's got, or she's got a chance to kill him, but the way that was done, I, I loved it. I thought that was a great It change. was so
1: fucking funny, but yes, the Marcus was- kill is so brutal, dude. That, dude. that
2: is yeah. a horror fan Yes. thing. Like, yeah, fuck yeah. That's a cool kill, but if someone is not a big horror fan, they'll be like, what the fuck? Yeah. But my favorite kill is coming up, so... yeah.
0: Well, I, I thought that the, the gun, because it's all that taboo. And speaking of taboo, we got Ghoulies back and he's filling his pants. Are you all right? I think we got some wet wipes from when my kids were
1: little, if you need. I
3: think that was a raccoon. That no, was a raccoon. I, <laughs> I keep,
1: I keep, I keep I, hey, straight up, audience, keep it? them wet wipes around because you know what? Your ass ain't never clean. Wipe it with the <laughs> wet wipe. Toilet, hey, if somebody shit on your arm and gave you a tissue and you wiped it off, would you feel comfortable with that? No, what <laughs> wet wipe your fucking ass. Keep them around. That's that's a fucking T-boo tip right there. Man. Keep them wet wipes around.
0: We're gonna have to we're gonna have to cut this and T- put on tip pa- of the day. Patreon. Wipe you're going your you're ass. have to. You're lucky. We'll give you this one for free, guys. But that's a that's a Patreon tip next time. Fuck yeah. No, that, that kill that kill was pretty badass with the uh, <laughs> with the gun. But yeah, what I was saying is, is it's taboo because yeah, well, there's not supposed to be guns and slashers, and I thought that was done pretty well. It gives us a little. Little bit of a change up, if you will, but yeah, Lindsay gets away and she's kind of hiding, hiding next to a river. I I believe Cameron finds her, right? Cameron and Allison are out and they find her, or no, Tommy with Tommy and they bring her to the hospital. And this is where some shit goes down in the hospital.
2: Yeah, they try to blame that
0: crazy guy, yeah, the crazy
2: guy, yep,
0: they yeah, because they they think that's him, but yeah, they do kind of. At this point, they're like, hey, it looks like Michael's trying to head back home. I think that when we get to the hospital and we see the throwback with Bracket, I thought that was awesome. And it 100% makes sense, too. Yeah, you have a retired sheriff that's now living his uh, last days out as a security guard in a hospital it one hundred percent makes sense because that shit does happen.
1: I know that there is some rallying in the hospital from. Tommy. This is
0: basically where your your mob forms, which, again, I I know this is another touchy topic where, and this is where I think that maybe some social commentary was thrown in. What do you guys think?
2: Yeah, it's like a- oh, definitely.
1: Yeah, whether whether it's from BLM or the or the white supremacist or. Whatever the fuck was going on during Trump's administration, I mean, you, you, this is mob. It's, it's, it's people being misinformed, which everyone is, and then deciding that they feel a certain way so they're going to get mad and they're going to fucking go crazy because they all have the carte blanche if I can lift a pinky, to, to do that.
2: Mentality.
1: Yeah. they 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 Yeah. They go fucking bonkers and they want to fucking kill this stringy-haired... Balding clearly
2: He looks just like my dad is weird.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: I don't think so. No, not at all. He not, like, yeah, right yeah. Right. not at all.
0: <laughs> well but, this guy
1: but, but, this guy's clearly a basket case and he right needs help. And then and then then you got Tommy Doyle downstairs fucking in the hospital screaming, Evil dies tonight, and then and then everyone is just like evil dies tonight. It keeps we're not gonna touch on it as much as I want because I really wanted to rewatch the movie and see what the fuck is going on with this. But well, they okay. Evil Dies Tonight so many times yes. in this movie. Yes. I love they, they do. That that's that's when I knew I was watching a movie and not a film because <sighs> no movie does this. No oh excuse me, no film does this. Let me take a soap. Let me take a soap. You do that mm. sip. So w- if you think about mob rules or, or
0: tactics, you could tell they did their research because this is exactly what happens. First off, if you look in the hospital, a lot of these people are young. They probably weren't even around when this happened. It was kind of like one of those campfire tales that was told. Well, no, yeah. In the original,
1: in, they even make reference to uh, like, he's, he's oh, the movie he's man. Well, well, no, but they say, Oh, so what? He stabbed a few people 20 years ago. What's the yep. big deal? Like most people, like you're saying, weren't around. Basically just looking
0: for who, who's going to be the victim. They don't know who he is. He, he's always had a mask on. And you get this guy that broke out. of. I mean, it fits the bill. You get a couple people on board and next thing you know, people are running around in chaos. They're just following one another. It's 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 lemmings is what it is. Karen knows it's not him and she tries to help, but you get a brutal, brutal scene when they corner him and out of fear, he jumps out of the window and man, I I cannot believe that they actually got away with that because that was like straight up like faces of death shit that you saw just plastered on the parking lot. There's no remnants of a skull left. I mean, I think you see a little bit of a cheekbone and an eyeball hanging out. It was, it was pretty, pretty fucking gnarly,
1: pretty gnarly, brutal. No, the, the, that guy's death, the whole scene leading up to it and his death is probably the most um, it was saddening painless. in the entire film. Yeah. yeah, And yes, it's, it's, this is where the movie goes a little artsy on like the mob trying to break in through the, the, the glass doors and everything else like that, which, again, I had no problem with. To me, this elevated the film a little bit. Not elevated like it needed it, but like I just kind of felt that this scene was important in a way. Um, uh, You want to talk about social commentary and how people get mistreated. There might be a lot more going on in Halloween Kills than some people want to give it credit for. Maybe, maybe, maybe not. I I, I could be digging deep in my own psyche and and projecting onto this film what I want to see, but I feel like there's a lot going on here that isn't just a brutal slasher film, which it is. It is 100%, but maybe... With the right mindset and the right perspective, you can see a lot more in this movie.
2: I think that's for the fans that know the backstory. Yeah. Like, we. oh, I see what you did there. Oh, I see what you did there.
0: Yeah. There's definitely some of that as well, too. The next scene we get, we have Lonnie driving with his son Cameron and Allison. They figure out Michael's heading to his home. They pull up. Lonnie is wanting to go in. He goes in. Michael dispatches him. So
1: unceremonious. Yeah.
0: Pretty, pretty easily. That's my
1: biggest nitpick of the movie. You think it should have been a bit more of a. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yes, they, they, they built Lonnie up. Lonnie's an OG character. They gave him a lot of character development, including in the scene leading up to his death. And then he's just a body stuffed in the fucking attic. Like, all right.
0: But, I mean, if you think about it, back to my theory that this movie is nothing more than just following. It's a journey of, of Michael Myers following
1: him. That, well, that... And I, well, is nothing I, to him. He probably doesn't I, even remember or know him from the first one. I get that to a degree, but I disagree because of what the film shows us. Yeah. So that's, that's, my, that's my minor nitpick. Believe me, it's minor. <laughs> yeah. We
0: have Cameron finally meeting his death which it's it's funny because he he does get a bit of an arc because he's kind of a prick. I think a lot of people forget how much of an asshole he is in the first
2: movie. No, everyone that died in the first one. Yeah. I was pretty mad he didn't die in the first one. Yep.
1: Yeah, it, it yeah, I I agree. He throws her phone into some pudding or some shit after he like yep. makes out with some other girl and you're like fuck this guy, but in this movie you're like I think I kind of like this guy and then he, he gets brutally like he didn't deserve this man but it's a great it's yeah. a great scene i, I won't yeah. spoil it it was a good will,
2: kill but
1: yeah yeah i'm not i'm not going to say how michael kills him but holy shit this yeah. scene it's, it involves a stair the staircase no <laughs> oh,
0: yeah staircase and some banisters Allison gets kind of messed up uh, as well too she gets thrown down the steps and kind of hurts her leg. I believe he gets
1: stabbed with a pitchfork as well, too. Michael does. Yeah. Well, yeah, because Karen shows
2: up. Yeah, Karen. And,
1: and uh, well, we all, we skipped over Big John, Little John, which is unfortunate because medium are, John?
2: No one talks about Medium John. Medium yeah. John
1: got cut out a long time ago. He's on the <laughs> editing room floor for Medium John. <laughs> no, I told
0: him. dude. Medium John is probably, I'm going to guess it's like a 16-inch dildo that... <laughs> just kind of said,
1: <laughs>
3: like you know
0: their, their mattress has that like permanent pass impression of, yes a little throwback to one of my all-time favorites but yeah Hell it's yeah. funny with what they did oh, th- these guys are great they're a great little kind of com- comedic relief part michael mcdonald and, and the other guy
1: but yeah that was oh, and the, the scene where those kids uh fucking trick them but then they they, they scare them back like all that was fun that was yeah, all. A that lot was
0: done fun. pretty well too Also, there's a great throwback from Halloween 3, and it's funny because, you know, Michael has all this time to, people complain like, well, he's got all this time to set, well, the camera's not going to follow him 24-7. Yeah, but he sets up the, uh, he sets up the. And he
1: did that shit in the original. He put a grave in the bedroom. He did all kinds of, all kinds of
0: shit. Yep. But he puts Halloween 3 season, witch masks on them. Uh, That was, that was pretty great. I thought that was a nice little throwback, but. Yeah. Karen comes and saves the day and we're in the final, final scene here. She basically lures him into the mob. And I, this is probably my second favorite part or scene of the movie. It's my favorite. Yep. Just, just like how the first one ends, he gets kind of tricked and lured into the street. And, and I hear a lot of people like, well, why are these people running around with brooms and the lady with the iron and a baseball bat? Well, if we think about it, we are in probably, one of the top three most strict gun states there is you're not going to have i mean this ain't central iowa where everybody's got 50 guns we're in we're in illinois which is super super liberal super gun restrictive you're not going to have people running around with shotguns and pistols and ars you're, you're going to be
1: using old old huckleberry or whatever you got at your <laughs> Yeah, Tommy Doyle and the mad mob of Haddonfield are there. They've got irons. They've got fucking everything. Some people got guns. They got guns. They shoot them. They shoot them. Yeah, Uh, a couple do. Michael gets fucking taken down, man, briefly. Briefly. Because you cut cut back to the hospital, and Laurie is talking to Hawkins, and they have this awesome scene where, They hold hands, and Hawkins revealed that he kissed her once, but he didn't want to go all the way because she knew – he knew that she liked Ben Ben Tramer whatever the fuck from the original. But in this scene where Michael's getting taken down, Laurie goes on this monologue about how every time Michael is hurt or whatever, it's like he gets stronger. It's like every kill he, he has, he gets more powerful. And in the midst of this takedown, Michael recovers. He puts his mask back on, and then you get the firefighter scene. In my opinion, it, it it's just like the perfect climax for this movie because he goes apeshit and fucking takes down everybody. And unfortunately, he even takes down our boy, Michael Anthony Hall, Tommy Doyle.
0: Yep. Killing him with his own baseball bat. Brutal. It's, it's pretty brutal. <sighs> Should we talk about Karen? Should we talk about Karen? I know a lot of people had a problem with this, but she heard the story earlier in the movie how he used to endlessly stare out his sister's window. window. Yeah. So she goes up, and Michael, you know, th- this whole thing was only going down, what, a block away? Not even. He comes back, and...
2: He dispatches her. I like that part.
0: I do I do too. I know a lot of people didn't, but I I, I thought it was I feel like cool.
2: they filmed a couple of different endings.
1: Yeah.
0: And
2: yeah. that's someone the they went with. I feel like they I, the I think
1: uh, well I I think that the ending of this movie where Karen gets killed, kind of, is the same as Hawkins. Kind of. So okay. So you're this is what you're getting at. Yeah, I'm gonna get into my theory right here. I don't think Karen's dead. Okay. I think she's been hurt, but I don't think
2: she's been killed. You think she's that, gonna be the new Michael Myers? She's gonna put on the mask? No, 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 no,
1: no, 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 no. no. I'm saying, I, I think because the, they never show you in the film that she's dead. They never show you. They just they edit it to where Michael's slashing her, because it's 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 a lackluster kill if you think about all right. the other kills. Movie, it's it's not very well done, but it might be very well done if she's not dead. So, and I think I think they should bring her back. Karen's too badass, man. Don't don't kill Karen. Fuck off with that. If they did, then they did, and I think they did it poorly. But I think this movie ends on a cliffhanger.
2: If you, that, if you, if you they don't die on screen, they're coming back.
1: Right, hundred percent. So that's my theory. I think Karen's not dead. I think Michael, uh, maybe he stabbed her. Maybe that was a dream sequence. I don't know, but... It did kind of
2: seem like a dream sequence to me, too. Because it was just like a a stabby motion the whole time. I didn't see any blood or anything.
1: It was edited very differently than every other kill in the film, which was very much on camera and very much brutal and awesome. So I think that this was a tease for... You think this so? Is a, Well, so I'm going to say this This is a middle chapter of a trilogy that most people who are going to see these films, they they know about. They know this is a trilogy. They're not – most people are not blindly walking into this thinking this is the new Halloween and the whole list of Halloween films of all time. If you're doing that, then you're mind, though,
0: Because this is a huge – I mean, think about – this season brings out the horror, quote unquote, horror fans. So there's, it's such a big movie. It's a, such a, and it, you know, you're COVID right, but made but people how do, think.
1: How do you go from 2018 to this and not know what you're getting yourself into?
0: But that's the thing. You have so many, especially these younger generations, these fans, you, you get your quote unquote fly by night horror fans they don't like horror movies necessarily but they'll watch them around this time of year well, uh, this, yeah i think been, those
1: are the far and few between i think i think most people in this generation keep up with the news keep up with the stats the i would the,
0: say you're you're right in that a majority of them know but i also think there is a ton that don't necessarily know they i, think, kinda, I think
1: the 50 million dollar box office opening weekend for halloween kills are the fans that are coming back again and again and again and the new fans that keep up with it because this was the number one movie oh for sure it was that's 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 the point i'm
0: making is is you get also of that number a lot of them are just going out because they want to see a scary movie on halloween
1: i think i think i think horror is growing my dude i think this is for uh, for sure is evident of of the, the the popularity of horror because Right now at the box office, what do you have? Marvel and horror, right? Right. Yeah, I think I think horror is finally getting, even though it comes through. But see, this is like okay. Yeah, I'm gonna save my thoughts. All right, we're, we're, we're wrapping you, up the movie. Uh,
0: yeah, I got a question for you though. What do you think? So there's uh, Bloomhouse. You know, Jason Bloom is kind of hinted, I guess, at a four-year
1: time gap. Oh, uh, no, it's, it's not. It, it's confirmed.
0: It's confirmed. What? Oh, it is. Okay. So yeah, there, there's time a gap. four
1: year time gap. The, the, the next Halloween will come out the year it comes out. That'll be the year it takes place. Okay. So at, at minimum four years, if it's next year, which they haven't even filmed the movie yet. So we'll see. You're right. We'll see anything <laughs> else you want to bring up before we get into
0: final thoughts and ratings. No. Out of 10, I'm not, yeah. give us give – us, Double deal go first, actually. Give us your final right. thoughts and ratings on, on Halloween Kills.
2: I'll go with seven. Okay. But it, I think it's a movie for horror fans, for sure. So if you're not a big horror fan, I don't know. It wasn't scary at all to me.
0: No. You're also – did you think 2018 was scary, though? No. So you, you gave the last one a 10. Where, where, where does this one fall short for you? Just curious. I don't know. Was it just not what you were expecting, or you had other well, like, thoughts? You thought the the characters
2: was... are pretty dumb, but obviously that is like what a sequel to a slasher movie should be: the dumb characters, high body count. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I'm I'm conflicted with this one. Divisive. Yeah. I'm, I'm, it, it
0: sounds like it wasn't kind of what you were I'm hoping ha- for in a sequel. I'm hanging
2: with the seven.
1: Yeah. All right fair mm. enough well i'm going to disappoint everybody cuz i'm not, not going to rate this movie tonight
2: oh, to in to
1: our, oh, into our top of the 2021s so i'm not going to rate it tonight i've already said it's awesome so everyone knows i like it i love this movie this movie this movie is ridiculous the dialogue is ridiculous the acting is ridiculous the kills are brutal the cinematography is amazing the score of course john carpenter and his son amazing amazing this is halloween this is this is what i want from a fucking halloween movie in my opinion the original classic done serious you get the remake that's a mixture of serious and like we're going to be a little silly okay but more serious and now it's full blown silly it's full blown over the top, but epic at the same time, epic. Every, every kill is epic. Every bit of dialogue, as over the top and silly as it is, is still, again, like I said, grandiose. It, it's, it's got this elevated, almost Shakespearean wanting to be type shit. When Laurie's talking about how Michael's evolving with every kill, that shit got my rocks off, dude. I was in love with this movie. The whole time so i'm not gonna give it a rating tonight i can't because i need to see it again i'm coming off one watch i respect boss 9.5 a lot I'm, I'm looking at that 9.5 i'm licking my lips and i'm thinking of malignant the entire time i watch this movie that's what i'm thinking of Malignant yeah. blockbuster b movie that's what i'm seeing right here this is a blockbuster b horror movie that the horror fans deserve and want, want and deserve. And again, the people that hate on it, guess what? You're not watching it the right way. I'm saying it right, right now. I'm putting it out there on Front Street for all the fucking, fucking- milly mouth haters. You're not watching this movie the correct way. I'm sorry you don't know how to watch this, but you don't. And you're not. And you're silly. You're sillier than this movie. <laughs> so, enjoy yourself in your smug, fucking smart-felling universe where you think you know better than everyone else and you think your opinion has some kind of credibility because, oh my god, the witch and hereditary are the best things ever. I agree. I agree with that. But guess what? Halloween Kills is fucking fun, man. This is fun. This is pure. You hit the nail raw, on the head with that. Brutal fucking fun. So that, that that's, again, no rating yet. Love the movie, though, so you kind of know where I stand. There you go. The reason
0: I am at a 9.5 is for a lot of the reasons that we had discussed. But if I'm being honest, I do agree with a lot of what you said. Take the movie for what it is. I, I, I do like to believe that, I mean, well, we knew we know that this was a trilogy from the get-go. Whether or not they had the whole storyline and in characters and whatnot put in because, you know, I questioned whether Hawkins return was, was going to be there because I feel like if you go back, you can nitpick. Well, it was insinuated that Michael killed him. You didn't see it. You saw the one stab in the neck, but if you go back and watch 2018, you can listen and hear him, you know, stabbing him multiple, multiple times. This movie is fun. It's just a continuation of the story. This is Michael Myers story. I feel like the first movie more focused on Lori and, and just the, you know, I mean, if we think about a story has got a beginning, a middle and the end, the first one set it up perfect because you know, how does Michael Myers get out of the sanitarium after 40 years? It sets it up. Perfect. It was Lori's story in the beginning of Michael. This one is carrying Michael's story through the rest of the night where we're following Michael. It's extremely brutal. The kills, Man, I mean, you can say what you want about this movie. You can tell me you hate it and give it a one. But the kills in this movie are so creative.
2: They're so brutal. They're hyped up. That's what a sequel should be like. Jamie Kennedy said fucking Scream 2. Yep.
0: And it was. It delivered in that respect. The, I think that they were genius in the way they titled this because if you know if you think about it, everyone was like, "Halloween Kills," is that really going to be the name of it? Well, it's on the fucking nose because Halloween fucking kills. There, it's the brutality of this. Again, it it amazes me some of the things we were able to see in the theater,
3: yeah. and then
0: you read,
1: you know, I'm the, the only. Go ahead. I'm the only guy on the nightclub that that liked um, when we brought it up before it came out. I thought that the Conjuring Three had the best title ever. The devil made me do it, and 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 Ricky and Angel never were both seen like
2: that. me either, but that's based off a of real story, isn't it?
1: Uh, the, yeah, I think all the Warren shit is based on real stuff, but they no, you know, yeah, they,
2: but some guy the killed his family and he said so the devil made me do it. Yeah, onward. Yeah. I'm sorry.
1: Well, no, but the, the 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 title, I love the title, and I think even though it's on the nose, I think it's so fucking cool and brutal. That I agree with. That Halloween Kills is fucking cool and brutal, and yeah, it gives you exactly what it says. And Michael, It's for, is walking, it's for horror fans. Horror
2: fans, like yeah, fuck yeah, it's Let's for horror go. fans. Let's get these crazy. I like kills.
1: I like the
0: callbacks. It's 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 cool because you also, I mean, rewatching these again. If you watch them in order, it, it's really cool to see. You know, for example, in the twenty eighteen when we're when we're watching, Allison goes to school. And it's literally she's sitting in the exact same desk in the exact same classroom as her grandmother. And she looks out the window and in the 1978 one, you see Michael Myers in the 2018 one. You see uh Lori. Yeah.
1: It's
0: it's, I mean, these were fans that put this together. They, they didn't throw this together for money. A lot of people say these movies come out of the woodwork because of money. No, this has come out. This has come out for passion. I really think that they did do their best, and I, I appreciate that. And it's exactly what I wanted. And I'm going to finish this off by saying I am not a Halloween fanboy. I am not even that much of a fan of the series in general. I, would, I wouldn't say I'd much rather watch the Jason movies, but, I mean, that's kind of where, where I'm at. So I've got no skin in the game. I've got no nostalgia when it comes to this. I was very impressed with the 2018 version. I would probably watch that one more than any of the other ones. And Halloween Kills, the sheer brutality of it. This is a fun movie. This is a movie that I will probably watch every Halloween. And I would especially watch this with friends because I think this is a great movie to get your friends into. Getting them going, oh, ah, you know, doing that type of reactions
1: with some of these kills. I loved it. Fuck yeah, dude. This movie was super fun. Uh, yeah. I, echoing you, echoing me, echoing I mean, double. double D um what goalie did you see halloween kills
3: i haven't seen it yet no
1: that's that's
0: he's a little bit away from the mic
1: but he said no he just got spoiled his ass
0: off then he did he did he knew coming in though he knew coming in so anyways we hope that you enjoyed our continuation of i mean basically we're doing a franchise review here stay tuned Probably next year or the year after, we'll be doing this again.
2: (laughs) Oh, It's going to be called Darius Kills. Darius
1: (laughs) Happy Halloween, motherfuckers.
0: Happy Halloween, guys. Uh, We hope you had a lot of fun. And is there anything that you want to leave us with, Ghoulie?
3: Yeah, I thought we were doing final thoughts, so I was kind of waiting to (laughs) to say this in in final thoughts. But I was wondering – because I can see you are parked in a car on the screen here because you're you're remote. But are you parked like next to the bridge that you're going to jump off of? Or where are you?
1: <laughs> no, yeah, you're right. I'm, I'm actually, uh, I just got through tying gonna the noose. I'm going to bungee jump with a noose. You ever did that?
3: Okay. No, <laughs> I thought you were going to say just bungee jump. But with a noose, you got me scared a little bit.
1: No worries, no, 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 I'm outside my hotel in san antonio I'm just this is this, this is the quietest, best place to record a Halloween episode under a full not full moon actually it's a new moon maybe because it's so dark, but I've had a blast tonight, guys talking about Halloween Kills a new 2021 movie that really knocked my fucking socks off. I mean I'm uh, again, not gonna rate it tonight, but damn, this movie is awesome. It's a lot of fun. Like Boston said, happy Halloween. Check this shit out. All right, folks. I hope it was as good for you as it was for us. Boom.